Good morning and welcome to the Talk and Shed podcast. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Adam Fennig. And I'm Cody Sisko, the other host. Good morning. So uh, this morning, uh, this episode is brought to you by Shell Gas Station Coffee. And uh, you got to have it every morning. So um, if you haven't got your coffee yet this morning, be sure to stop into a Shell near you and uh, get a large dark. Yep. Yep. Uh, so it is Monday morning, January 9th. It's about 7 o'clock here in the morning here in Ohio. We are headed to... Uh, Chillicothe region. Chillicothe region. Yep. Minshaw Farms. Got to yep. deliver some parts down that way. Yep. Um, and uh, Cody and I left this morning around 6. We're about halfway there right now, I would say. And uh, we were just talking in the truck about what podcast topic we want to talk about but uh we'll get there in a little bit um over the weekend uh didn't have a whole lot going on there were some football games yesterday uh but tomorrow or tonight's the big game national championship game yeah uh tcu and the georgia bulldogs mm-hmm. that'll be interesting yeah it'll be very interesting yep yep for sure for sure those uh those folks down there at BBI are going to be rooting their bulldogs on it, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, last week, uh, if you listen to the podcast at all, we were in Indiana a good little bit. Um, Friday, Cody and I headed west over to the Remington Rensselaer uh, region and uh, made a lot of really good stops. Uh, talked to some guys. There's a lot of Salford tillage tools over that way. And. Uh, so we left early that morning. That's about a three-hour drive. You're almost to Illinois. And uh, then we went up to the Kiwani region and then um, Kiwani. Uh, Kiwana. Kiwana. Yeah, Kiwana. And uh, then we made our way uh, over to uh, Warren. We mm-hmm. were driving through Warren, Indiana. Yep. And uh, Cody said, Warren, Warren. I said, hey, I know what's in Warren. Yeah. And I pulled up the map and I said, turn here. And we went down the road and ag express yep we pulled into ag express and uh met with deanna and Mm -hmm. and the girls in the the phone call service center yep and uh she said hey you want to take a tour of our manufacturing facility so we went across town and uh went to where they make all these cables and it it's unbelievable yeah you know any of you guys that use uh a lot of john deere cables or john deere rate controllers or foot pedals or power cords, adapter harnesses, field view adapters, uh, trimble harnesses. We could go on and on. A lot of it's made right there in Warren, Indiana. Yeah. Um, It is amazing the the capabilities uh, of a company that's focused on electronics in ag. Mm -hmm. I mean, everywhere you look right now, uh, that's that's all the topics are whether it's autonomous or GPS or rate controllers and and they're they're making seed tubes or seed tube sensors I should say um, you know planner monitoring systems mm-hmm. um, you know row by row monitoring and they repair Raven uh, flow meters and and 450s and mm-hmm. it's unbelievable uh, yeah I, it we went in there and it was uh, kind of mind-boggling how much stuff they actually do and what they're able to do yeah um you know we use them a lot for our uh, fertilizer situation side of our aspect of the game and 
uh, they help us out quite a bit. Um, yeah, well, it it was amazing. They they had some like you know the the braided coating that you feel on on your harness. They braid all that right there. They've got a braiding machine and uh, they've got testers to where all these cables have to pass a quality control, um, you know, test. And I I was impressed. I, I think uh, it was pretty neat. And anyone who uh, uses any type of electronics, I guarantee you, you've got Ag Express stuff on your farm, and mm-hmm. may or may not know it just because they make so many products for for uh, manufacturers. Yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. so we stopped in there on Friday. Uh, definitely need to do a podcast with that crew sometime. Yeah, um, get get a deep dive into that uh, Daughtry company and and figure out kind of the the whole story behind it, but. So we stopped in there late Friday, and then, uh, yeah, we had had a good week last week. Uh, got a lot of tillage tools in. I went down to J&M on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and the boys, we were kind of looking for something to do, and uh, went down to J&M, picked up an applicator. Uh, they had a, another 60-footer in the shop there that they were getting ready to go so it's that time of year um this is the earliest that we've gotten applicators from them though so yeah usually it's like march well yeah you know they've got tenders to build they've got but they've put in uh you know some build slots here for applicators yeah so that'll be really nice Mm -hmm. really nice yep yeah it'll be it'll be very very nice i mean I got a 40-footer this week, and then two of the 60... Well, the one that's actually being built there is uh, yep. one that I sold. And then we got another one earlier this week that I sold as well. So, But, uh, yeah, the applicators are flying off the shelf. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, definitely keeping our shop guys busy. So. Yep. But... Uh, no doubt. Since we are in the uh, fertilizer application... I wasn't going to give it away already. I mean, I was going to keep talking. You were? Yeah, I oh, was. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Um, well, you know, you can't just jump into the topic. You got to you gotta keep them on the hook. <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. They, yeah. And so, real quick, um, whenever... Uh, uh, I was trying to think. Oh, those tank brackets. You just did a TikTok this morning. Yep. Cody's the big TikTok warrior. Um, talk us through those brackets. If a guy hasn't, um, you know, we did that last planter fertilizer podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, talk us through those those ones because we talked earlier on them. Those are the DB60 ones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, basically we got all the measurements and stuff whenever we were there at Canning Equipment there the other uh, day and... Devin wanted to go over there and make sure it would all fit and whatnot, and he got everything kind of finalized and welded up. Well, we sent him to uh, powder coat, and we powder coated him John Deere green. And so we we now got him back. Um, he's going to be holding 300 gallon. Well, it won't quite be 300 gallon because he's not going to fill the tank up all the way. Um, he's going to put about 250 gallons in there, uh, give or take. And uh, he's going to have those on his wings is what he's going to do there. So, But uh, that was the gentleman that hit, uh, hit us up on Twitter, and uh, we, uh, we helped him out. So, yeah. 
yeah, those things look pretty sweet. But, you know, if you follow the podcast, you can probably find pictures of those particular tank brackets coming on Instagram or Twitter. Mm-hmm. And we'll definitely be doing some videos once that customer gets them fully mounted and installed and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was the – those are pretty sweet. Those are going to be popular brackets just because I think, you know, there's not very many options for i mean those are going on a 20 inch db60 yeah so uh those granted that's not the most popular planner in the world but uh still um there's not too many people that are making those tank brackets either right correct um the last couple weeks cody we've spent several days out on the road uh just seeing guys Mm -hmm. you know we've got most of these meetings lined up prior to leaving and you know we went to southern indiana western indiana today southern ohio um what's your take on uh on what we're doing you know we 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 try to mix it up as far as getting information out there to the customer whether it's tractor house uh we're now in fast line uh we do machine repeat we've got ads in farm world and then of course like what we're doing right now with the podcast but we try to keep that more educational uh, rather than selling, but right. um, you know, what's your take on on seeing all these guys? We spend a lot of time doing it. I mean, we won't get home today until seven. I mean, that's for another reason that we're talking about here in a second. But um, what's your take on seeing all these guys? Um, <clears throat> it's it's just a good thing to get in front of these guys. I mean, a lot of these guys, um, you know, granted. Most of them we have met, but there are some gentle, some gentlemen that we have went out there and seen uh, that we've never met before, but we've sold stuff to them. Yeah, your guy Friday. Yeah, and uh, that's just kind of one of those deals to where it, it's good to put a name to the face. Um, just kind of doing some, some. Uh, what do I want to say? There? You'd be putting a face to the name. Yeah. Well, yeah, putting a face to the name. Not only that, but doing. Uh, some personal relations is what I was looking for. So, uh, but yeah, that that's I think it's uh, I think it's a good thing to do it just to get to know your customer a little bit, kind of feel them out as far as what he's wanting and how you're able to get your head wrapped around on how you think you'd be able to help him as far as being more successful in his operation. I think. Yeah, I think the guys really appreciate it and. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy it, you know, going out there and, and uh, you know, maybe they have some questions on something that you sold them that, that would never really get brought up unless you're standing there in front of it on their farm. You would help answer that. But, no, overall, I, I don't think it gets any better than that. It no. takes a lot of time. You know, today we're going to spend a lot of time traveling, and we're probably only going to make six to eight stops. Right. Um, but you can't get that kind of quality um, sitting in an office. Right. So I think it's great, and I think the customers really like it. And this is a great time to do it because, of course, guys aren't in the field. They're making some plans for 2023, mm-hmm. whether it's their planner or whatever. There's a good chance they've got equipment in their shop, and uh, typically we can find something that we can help them out with. Yeah, So yeah, no doubt. I think it's really good. Now, Tuesday, the National No-Till Conference kicks off. Mm-hmm. Um we will not likely make it there to Missouri um, to yeah. to do that. Sounds like it's going to be a really good one. Yeah. They've got some big-time speakers there this year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I guess I, I don't know all of them, um, but I know uh, there's going to be a lot of a lot of good guys. I know Worley's going to be there yeah. um, with Yetter, mm-hmm. and it, I think I've missed the last two no till conferences, but that that's a good time. You get to spend a lot of time with uh, with some really good people. Mm-hmm. But we'll miss out on that this week. But yep, and then the week after is Fort Wayne Farm Show. Yes, hard to believe that all this stuff is just piling up on us already. But yeah. a week from today, our booth will be getting set up, and uh, a week from tomorrow kicks off the Fort Wayne Farm Show. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. And then January 24th, the, the Tuesday after Fort Wayne Farm Show, my fourth kid will be born. Yeah. Fourth child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two, two weeks from tomorrow. That's crazy. Hard to believe. Yeah. We've got a little girl on the way, mm-hmm. and uh, if she goes until the due date, it's going to be two weeks. So the week after Fort Wayne. So I'm going to have my going to have to have my phone on on ring and vibrate at Fort Wayne Farm Show. <laughs> if I bust out of there in a rush, uh, you'll know why. Yep. Yep. But no, it'll be it'll be good. She usually goes to the due date to to the T, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So do you, do you guys have a name picked out yet? Oh yeah, we do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I well, I'm sure Caitlin's been waiting for a while to have a girl, so I'm I'm sure she's had this name picked out mm. since the first kid uh, so. no no not really no no we just came up with it when when we were in florida there probably a month ago really yep gotcha hmm. yep gotcha well i mean we were back and forth on a couple i see i yep. see so we had an arm wrestle gotcha she uh, won i i i uh, was about to ask yep so yeah um so yeah i mentioned uh we wouldn't get home until seven and i what why is that, Cody? Well, it's muzzleloader season. It is muzzleloader season um, in Ohio. So Cody and I are making the trip down south, and we're going to deliver parts. We're going to see customers until about 4 o'clock. Yep. And then we're going to go hit the woods. Yep. yep. Um, Ohio's muzzleloader season is four days. Mm-hmm. started Saturday. Today's Monday, so it runs through tomorrow. Yes. And uh, Cody's got a buck tag yet. Yep. Yep. Hopefully we can fill it, but if not, it is what it is. And Cody's got a doe tag, or a, a buck tag and a doe tag, yep. but I've got a doe tag I'm going to try and fill tonight. So we're going to go out uh, just east of Columbus and and uh, see if we can't get something done on that front as well tonight. Yep. So um, we've got parts in the back of the truck right now on our way down. We might have some venison in in the back of the truck on our way home we will see potentially potentially all right let's jump into the topic of today's podcast since cody's been rambling for the last 20 minutes um and we're going to talk about bbi spreaders yeah yeah uh you know like i hinted there earlier you know uh since we're on the topic of we were on the topic of fertilizer application um a lot of guys kind of overlook the uh, the dry situation, um, you know, and I think it's very area specific at times, uh, depending on what kind of product you can get and what uh, and whatnot. But uh, you know, whenever you think uh, whenever you think spreaders, BBI definitely pops in your mind. Um, you know that that's uh, definitely one of the top of the line spreaders out there available on the market today. 
Yeah, and this year they've they've been extremely popular, and I think a lot of it has to do with some price differentiation mm-hmm. between, uh, you know, urea and and anhydrous and, and liquid. And we see we see a lot of guys shifting from, you know, different types of applicators, but mm-hmm. um, these high clearance ones I think are, are becoming very popular. Yeah. But what I want to do, Cody, is I want to um, mainly walk through the different options that BBI offers. You know, I yeah I don't want to try and sell these guys on you know hey you have to buy a BBI. I think you know I mainly want to keep it educational on uh, you know if they're they're even considering a spreader yeah which one uh would fit them so mm-hmm. why don't we start at the bottom yep and when i say bottom i just mean the most basic spreader uh that bbi makes and we're going to walk through the levels of spreaders yep and and then a guy can kind of hone in and say you know what I, they talked about that magna mm-hmm. how it, it has 20 ton capacity i think that's the one for me yep or I'm not looking to do lime, so they said something about that trooper as a fertilizer yep. only. And so let's start at the trooper and, and walk through that spreader's capabilities yeah. and what it was designed for. Yeah, so the the trooper is, I believe it's fully mechanical. Um, it's kind of your starter. Um, it's still made out of uh, 409 stainless. Um, it'll be painted. It'll have a ground drive tire on the side of it. I'm not sure what the size of that web is. I believe it's like 10 inches maybe. Yeah. 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 Something along that those lines. Narrower web. Yes. Because uh, it can only do fertilizer. Correct. Correct. So you won't be doing any lime with this spreader. Yep. Um, the spinners can be ran off of either, I think, hydraulics and PTO. Right. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of how many cubic feet that box is. I'm thinking it's like either 270, it might be 290. Yeah. Uh, that one always gets a little tricky for me. I'm not quite up to snuff on that as far as yeah knowledge-wise on that. It's not our most common spreader, just because if a guy's wanting to take control of his spreading, he's usually going to do some lime with right, it. Right, right. But but then on the same token, spread lime's a whole other animal. Right, yeah. Because... You know, you take a, a box, let's say that that trooper holds 10 ton of lime, mm-hmm. and you're going to put out a ton of lime. Yeah. You're going to be doing 10 acres of fill, which isn't a whole lot. So you may still say, well, you know what? I'm not going to gain much price. You know, I, I won't be able to gain a whole lot by doing lime because there's so much transportation. Right. There's, you know, and, and I'm not going to save myself a whole lot of money by shopping around for buying lime mm-hmm. like I will my fertilizer when I own a spreader. So I'm just going to spread my fertilizer and I'm going to let the co-op still do the lime with their floater. Yep. yep. That's where a trooper would come in. Right. Um, and a lot of a lot of co-ops use those troopers as well mm-hmm. as far as for fertilizer spreaders. Yeah. Um, they're very common there. Um, kind of from there as far as the trooper that's kind of about it like i said it's fully mechanical or plugged to tractor um you would be able to spread fertilizer up to 60 feet i believe well 80 if you do plug to tractor spinners okay yeah yep yep so it's fully mechanical yeah then it's 60 yeah if the spinners are pto you'll be doing 60 if it's plugged tractor you'd be doing 80 correct yes so um, a nice little starter spreader, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, like I said, the only limiting factor you're going to have on that thing is you won't be able to do lime. So Correct. trooper is is basic fertilizer only. It's got a narrow web. It's it's uh, if you go to a co-op and look at their spreaders, they're probably built kind of like a trooper. Yeah. Yep. So of course you know tandem axles. Um, you know, nice nice price point. I'm trying on, to think of what size like those tires are on those things. Um, they're gonna be. They're not 16.5s. They're bigger than that, I believe. I think they're like 18s or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not a huge tire, but they're, they're a good size. Mm-hmm. So from there, um, I, would, I would go to the Liberty. Yes. The Liberty being our most common spreader mm-hmm. uh, by a long, a long shot. Yep. The Liberty, um, it is very similar to the Trooper in size and chassis, mm-hmm. um, but it can also do lime. So you have now have a spreader with a 10 foot box. It can hold 10 tons of lime, um, seven and a half ish of fertilizer. And, um, you know, from there, this thing has got an endless line of options that you can or, or can't do. Mm-hmm. So we can do the 409 stainless, which is painted. We can do the 304 stainless, which is the shiny. Um, we can get your hydraulics supplied from the tractor. We can do uh, self-contained, meaning uh, there's a hydraulic pump and reservoir on the spreader, and all your hydraulics are supplied from the spreader because you will need 25 to, to high 20s of uh, hydraulic flow in gallons per minute to run one of these things. Um, you can also do PTO spinners. So you have three options for spinner power. Um, from there, you know, they've got rate control capabilities. So you can do variable rate, um, you know, through an ISO rate controller, we can throw ag leader, uh, we can throw John Deere rate controllers on there, or you can do a simple ground drive. Um, the, the Liberty is, is kind of the catch all spreader. There's, there's not much, there's not much that it, it won't do. Now, uh, its only limiting factor is capacity. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, if you're going to be doing a whole lot of lime, um, you know, you're going to be filling a lot. So that's something to consider. But we can do a walking tandem. We can do uh, floater 500 tires. We can do standard 16.5 tires. Um, but your spread pattern on fertilizer is going to be 80, and you'll be able to do 60 feet uh with lime mm-hmm. so you can kind of see why the bbi uh liberty is our most popular spreader is because it's it can do it all if a guy is wanting to uh do rate control uh variable rate we're going to point him to the liberty it's it's uh the highest quality spreader that you can get for the price so yeah remember liberty is fertilizer and lime and and you can set it up however in the world you want to get it set up yep so from the liberties where do we go from there cody <clears throat> so let's uh kind of talk about the grasshopper here a little bit yeah so the grasshopper is more of your high clearance spreader it's it's everything i talked about in the liberty but there's only one difference it basically tires yep high clearance mm-hmm. yep so if you're wanting to do in row 
you would look at this thing called the grasshopper. Correct. It's the Liberty like I just talked, but with like 380, 54 tires under it. Single axle. Uh, yeah, so it would be 440 by 80R 28 tires. Yeah. Is what they would be. Yep, so a little bit bigger than 380s. 380s are popular on self-propelled uh, sprayers. Yep. So it'd be a little bit wider than that, but yep. pretty dang tall. And you can still have the same options like what you can on the Liberty. It's basically just uh, the clearance is all it is. Right. Yep. It's, so. it's a Liberty on a single axle chassis with tall tires. Yep. And and that thing, um, that thing's going to be popular. Mm -hmm. And it has a nine foot box. Yep. And it's got 180 cubic feet capacity on it. So it's just a nickel smaller. Yep. Um, yep. Now. The, the in-crop advantage that that thing offers does make it a little bit more versatile than just the Tandem Axle mm -hmm. Liberty. Um, but, you know, it can do lime. It can, obviously, you can still spread fertilizer in the fall with it. Yep. But you can go in row. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that offers a big advantage with prices <coughs> right now. Yeah, with the price of urea right now, I think uh, guys will definitely be looking at side dressing with uh, a high clearance spreader like that for sure um i know i well i actually i sold one to a guy over in uh trying to think of where exactly he i'm thinking like seymour indiana. i was gonna say i thought he was kind of south southeast indiana yeah i'm thinking he's right in there um he bought one uh self-contained 304 uh with the tall tires um so it's a, a dual tandem or a tandem gear case on it so he's going to be doing fertilizer and lime um so he's kind of in the hills and so what he's wanting to do is he's going to back his spinner speeder down so that way he's just doing 60 feet because he's worried about what the way that his hills are shaped uh throwing it 80 feet he thinks he's going to be uh over applying in some areas oh i see because of yep. his hills Makes so sense. he's going to back her down to 60. gotcha um, from there, yeah, I mean, those things can come with tarps, scales, you know, you can deck them out however you want. Right, I mean, that's it, pretty much true on every box. Yeah, I mean, the sky's, are, the sky's the limit there, pretty much. Um, so from the grasshopper, um, I would talk about the, like, the single axle magnet spread. Yeah, so the single axle magna spread is basically the big brother to the grasshopper. Except whenever it's whenever we're talking uh, the magna spread, it's going to have a reservoir cooler on it. So it's going to be self-contained. Um, you're going to have the option to spread lime at... Actually, I don't even know if it has the option to do... Oh yeah, you can do lime. You can, but it's got the javelin spinner on right. it. Right. You, you'll you'll because it's uh it's a magna spread plus right so you'll you'll swap them out right so maybe we should just talk about what the magna spread plus is first yeah. uh from the liberty and and then we'll talk about the the axle options yeah maybe so yeah basically the magna spread plus um it is the do all spreader let let's let's call it that it's the do-all spreader that you're able to do lime and fertilizer, no problem. Um, you can even do gypsum with these things as well. So basically they will be self-contained with a rate controller. 
um, with an oil reservoir cooler because whenever you get up in those higher those higher amounts of product as far as lime whenever you're applying uh, you need a cooler on there to keep uh, your oil temperature down since it is a self-contained unit um, like we said there's a 12 foot and then there's a, a 20 foot box so the 12 foot is a single is the single axle row crop option is what that is and then once you get up into the 20 it's a uh, dual tandem axle uh, with big floaters underneath it. I can't. Eight, I, 800. Yeah, 800 floaters, floaters underneath it. Yep. Um, there's also, uh, and like Adam was saying, you know, there's a javelin spinner, which you can spread fertilizer out to 120 feet. If you're looking to do lime, you have to swap those spinners. And whenever you swap those spinners, basically, you have a set for lime and you have a set for fertilizer yep because that javelin spinner is only designed to do fertilizer right it's so much different uh that, that you swap out the spinner mm -hmm. chassis and and they're saying i've never done it before uh i will this summer but they're saying two guys 30 minutes yeah you can have that done yep so but you know cody mentioned that the magna spread is a spreader that can do everything and, and guys listening might be saying well you said that the liberty could do everything and you're right, it can, but the Magna Spread is the Liberty's big brother. Yeah. I mean, 20 ton of lime capacity, mm -hmm. um, you know, oil cooler, you're not going to heat up the hydraulics on it. You know, you can go to the field, empty the bed, reload it instantly, mm -hmm. and just keep rolling and never worry about your hydraulics heating up. Yeah. It's got the 360 hydraulic system, which is BBI's high efficiency uh hydraulic system that doesn't overheat um it's got everything about the magna spread is just bigger i mean if you cover a lot of acres and and spread a lot you need a magna spread yeah you need to look past the liberty and and go to the magna spread because we can do some math on how long it's going to take you to load the 10 foot liberty versus how efficient you can be with a magna spread yeah and it it really really does pencil out to go magna spread so um guys who are going to do a little bit of lime here and there liberty yeah guys who do a lot of lime and a lot of fertilizer and are going to use and abuse it and a lot of road miles loaded and and this and that you're magna you're a magna spread. spread guy for sure and if you're on the fence at all you're still a magna spread guy yep uh because long term you know you're you're going to keep spreading more and more you're going to all oh, the neighbor down the road needs it uh here and there magna spreads um are the top tier and uh and yeah so don't get confused between liberty and magna spread they can both do it all but the liberty or the magna spread is just the big brother and the magna spread plus that is the newest of the new that is the one, like Cody was saying, comes with the javelin spinner system. So we can, uh, you know, we can do Uri at 120 feet and then switch out the spinner chassis and do uh, lime at 60. So again, you can do self-contained hydraulic system on that magna spread, do a, uh, a rate controller. And uh, that is the beast of the beast spreader is that magna spread plus. Yeah. 
20, sure. 20 foot option. So, um, you mentioned the, you know, I think you mentioned that that's available in a, in a high clearance deal too, didn't you? Yeah. The 12 foot option. So yes. if you're wanting to go in crop and, and really just spread some acres, I would go with the Magna Spread Plus uh, single axle because you'll be able to go in row and do 120 feet of urea this summer. I mean, that that's crazy. So, and then you, you could also do your lime with it in the fall, but that's made in a a uh, 20 foot tandem axle mm-hmm. uh, system. So, I'm trying to find some more specs on it here. So, to refresh, you start off, you know, at basic level with a trooper, fertilizer only. From there, you go to the Liberty, the most common spreader. It, it's a nice um, dual purpose spreader. From there, you go to the Grasshopper, which is a Liberty on single axle. From there, you go to the Magna Spread Plus, which is 20 foot box with tandem axle. You can do fertilizer at 120. From there, you go to the single axle Magna Spread Plus, 120 fertilizer for in in row application. Now, um, keep in mind everything we're talking now is lime and fertilizer spreaders. They also uh, make the endurance lineup of spreaders, which is the uh, litter spreaders. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be quite frank, I don't know much about those things. Yeah, um, the only thing that I really know is that they can spread litter, and that's about it. Yeah, Seth is is the king on uh, litter spreaders. I know uh, 24 foot is a common size in those, mm-hmm. and of course you can spec them out about the same way that you can a lit. Uh, you know, lime and fertilizer spreader, rate control, and all that. Uh, but yep. we don't sell the endurance out of our cold water store. Uh, that's only up there in Nova. So yeah, I don't know a ton the, about those. The I think the only advantage to like an endurance versus let's say a, a Magna Spread Plus would be uh, that it can do litter and lime depending on how it's set up. That's about the the main difference there between the two um i think i and i think that the magna spread just has a few more options available um, yeah depending on what you're doing but uh, a guy that's looking to spread some chicken manure or turkey manure and uh wanting to run some uh lime that's definitely a good option for him yeah and you know there's not really a spreader out there that can do at all. Uh, yeah, litter, lime, and fertilizer. But I will tell you, the closest you're going to get to that is the Magna Spread Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a gentleman over in western Indiana that has a Magna Spread. And the, the thing on spreading litter is you need a really wide gate opening yeah. to get that stuff to flow. And on the belt over bar uh, Magna Spreads, that offers you the widest gate opening possible, and I believe it's a 26-inch. Uh, it's either 26 or 30. I'm not sure. Yeah, it, it's wide. So with that, BBI is not going to tell you that you can go out there and just pack it full of manure and just go spread right. because you can't. But if you're careful with it and your, uh, your manure is dry and fluffy and can flow, It'll spread it. 
I mean, it, it'll spread a, a load of rocks if you want it to, um, but you're going to have to really play with a lot of things and, and be careful and, and make sure that you don't push the rear end out of that spreader. They're not going to advocate um, loading it up with, with litter, um, but it, it can be done if you're careful enough about it. So, yeah. But, yeah, and, of course, you know, I'm not going to get into a whole lot on the quality of BBI. It's Everyone is kind of aware of, of how well-built those spreaders are. Um, but They've been around for a while. They've been around forever. You know, BBI stands for Barron Brothers Incorporated, yep. uh, made out of Cornelia, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And, boy, do they have a good gig going on down there. Um, they make some of the best spreaders. Um, they're, they're not the the low end price point type spreaders they're the higher end mm-hmm. longevity spreader and yep. uh and they're you can tell they're they're built for it so um there's a lot of folks making spreaders and uh you know some of them are going to make them so that the number at the bottom of the paper is very small and there's a reason for that yeah so uh, you just got to find out what fits you in your operation and then go get the spreader that, that fits it. Mm-hmm. So um, that's my spiel on BBI. They're they're built well, and, and now that they're underneath the Salford umbrella, yeah, Salford purchased them probably five years ago. Um, parts and, and knowledge is easy to come by now. So um, don't hesitate on buying a BBI, but... Yeah, that, that's my spiel on, on the BBIs. They, they make a spreader for everyone, no mm-hmm. matter what you're looking to do. And we have a ton of them in stock, too, and, and a bunch on order. Spreaders have become, uh, I mean, we do all things application, but spreaders have become uh, a very high priority on our list of items to, to inventory. If there was an item that was trending at a good 45-degree angle, I would say that the BBI has definitely been that product for us. Oh, yeah. I mean, year one, I think we sold four. Mm-hmm. And last year, I bet you we sold 20. Yeah. And this year, um, I mean, we probably have 30 of them on order. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably move 40 or 50 yeah. spreaders this year. So um, they're very popular. And, and feedback I'm hearing from guys is very, very good. But one thing that guys consistently say that they did not expect when they bought a spreader was how much leverage it gave them when purchasing their fertilizer. Yeah. Uh, they were saying that, that now that they own a spreader, they could kind of bargain a lot more with with suppliers of, of the inputs. And they weren't expecting that versus when they were tied into one co-op that was doing the spreading and all the price was what it was. Um, so not only can you save uh, and be more accurate uh, because these things are going to throw a flat pattern. So mm-hmm. accuracy, um, I, I'd put them up against anything. Yeah, um, definitely. But you can also save money by buying your inputs. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. So, yeah, that's my spiel on the BBI spreaders. It, the sun's coming up. It's light out now. Yeah, yeah, I just got a trail cam picture of a of a deer okay yep not where we're headed not where we're headed but that's okay that's all right back home they're mm -hmm. moving though at least yeah yeah i went out last night and seen quite a few jumped one on my way in and uh 
I got down a little early. I uh, wanted to kind of scope some things out, see where they were, and I ended up seeing about 12 or 13 of them at home. So nice. It was a good hunt. <clears throat> Enjoyed it. Uh, this is actually my first year that I've ever really muzzleloader hunted. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I've. I think mm-hmm. I've killed two or three with muzzleloader. I really enjoy it, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we'll see what we can't get into tonight. Yeah, or this evening, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, it's about ten till eight. You know what that means? It means our phone's going to start ringing. Yes, yes, in about ten minutes. So yep. we're going to jump off of here. We appreciate everyone listening to the podcast. Uh, we're going to we're going to keep them coming. And uh, we need to get some guests on here because I'm sure these guys are hearing us talk. I'm tired of hearing us talk Way all the time. too much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We definitely need to get a guest. We will. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Farm show's coming up. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll, get, we'll get some flavor in here uh, to, to change it up a little bit. But thanks to everyone for tuning in and uh, have a great week.